Now, Ricky Dean Gervais doesn't need much of an introduction. Uh, a multi-award-winning seven BAFTAs, five British Comedy Awards, two Emmys, three Golden Globes, a Rose Door, Screen Actors Guild nominations, and named the third most influential person in British culture back in the 2000s. Um, he has intimate, well, he's mainly a TV guy, really, and, and he's actually, he's at his best and his funniest as an actor. Um, he has made a number of very, very big TV shows uh, that have actually resonated and got better as time's gone on. The Office, of course, uh, which was given a brilliant turn in America for once. Uh, Extras and Derek. And outside of that, he's appeared in some bad movies. And his last one, uh, Life on the Road, which was bringing back David Brent, was an atrocious film. Atrocious. Um, but worth watching because it is extremely funny. At least a third of it is hysterically funny, and some of the jokes in it are so good I'd sit through it, but it's a terrible film. He hasn't done so much stand-up, and not since uh, 2010 when he filmed Science, which wasn't given very much credit by critics at all. But a lot of his stand-up is excellent, and again it comes down to his delivery. He can, he can, he's at his best when he's acting characters and... and pretending there's someone else there and he's actually doing it back and forth. There are other elements that don't come across so well. Now, his new one, Humanity, which he's been touring the world for the last couple of years, so I imagine on top of that $25 million from Netflix, he's obviously made a mozza from playing live. Didn't come to Australia, though. Um, he's now, obviously, incredibly wealthy and uh, lives in a big mansion and flies around on pl- private planes, which he gleefully tells you. <laughs> and um, his latest stand-up follows... It's, it's, it, it, pretty much all of them do follow a similar sort of format with regards to the the stuff that's covered and, and, and so on. But he can be at his most pointed when he goes for the jugular the most. And unfortunately, that can be his undoing. Now, his new to Humanity is out on Netflix now. Uh, he recorded one of the dates... And I've seen it, and what did I think? I thought it was a bit of a massive letdown, to be honest. So basically, it's it's been controversial because of something, uh, mainly because of stuff that he said about Caitlyn Jenner and transgender people. And there's this really off-sided argument online, which is if you don't laugh at Ricky Gervais's transgender jokes, you're, you know, that's you, that's your fault. You're offended. You're offended by comedy. And crucially, during this uh, stand-up, right at the start, he makes this pivotal assessment of comedy, which is very, very true. And he makes the point of his Golden Globes joke about Caitlyn Jenner, which was brilliant, which was she's done a lot for transgender people, not so much for women drivers. And that is a clever joke. And he then proceeds to go on about why it isn't... This, the, the joke itself is the important thing, not the subject of the joke. It has to be what the joke itself is about and not just about the subject. All well and good. Except he then does this very long sequence where trans- Caitlyn Jenner being transgendered is the sole aim of the jokes. He goes on about her having a willy for about 10 minutes to a doctor in a sequence that has virtually no funny comedy in it at all. I'd struggle to find a, a decent joke in that whole bit. And the whole time, 
It's just the fact that she's transgendered that is the, the, the entirety of the joke. The thing about her being a bad woman driver after she killed someone in a car worked on multiple levels and was edgy and funny. Here, having her talk to a doctor for 10 minutes, where he continually uses her old name and continually uses the fact that she's got male genitalia as the joke, it kind of completely refutes what he just made, which was a good point about comedy being fearless and about how you should be able to joke anything. And a lot of his fanboys have conflated criticism of that sequence, which is completely valid because it's not funny and it doesn't, it's not clever. It just uses the fact that she's got male genitalia throughout um, as evidence that you are intolerant of comedy that's edgy, that you're a stick in the mud. And so it's not true because I'm not. I love edgy comedy. He makes a joke later on about who would you rather have at a dinner party someone with a peanut allergy or Hitler, which is funny because it's, it's very wrong, but it's still kind of funny. It's kind of, it kind of works. But none of that Caitlin stuff works at all. It's, and it's right front and centre in the first third of this pretty short comedy show. It's about an hour and ten minutes long. And I did find this one, he, he's not as sharp. When he's at his best in stand-up, he can pick a good target and deliver gut-busting comedy on it. And throughout this, I laughed often, not that often, but often, and I never sort of split my sides laughing. There wasn't anything as pointed as what I'd seen in the, the past, and the target seemed less off. The biggest biggest problem with this is he goes into, is the self-congratulatory nature of it. He, he is too self-congratulatory in it. Um, he goes through three separate bits on Twitter spats that he's had with members of the public. Um, he's got like 10 million followers on Twitter, which he tells you every few minutes. And he goes into detail about these arguments where, where he's like reading out his clever responses. I think it would have been better not to include any of the Twitter stuff. Even if it's funny, it's you're telling us about an argument you've had with a member of the public online and you're reading us out something that you thought was witty that you said to cut them down to size. It's like the targets are really weak. Who cares about some no-mark with 10 followers on Twitter and, and the fact that you managed to cut him down to size and they're telling us about it a year later? I think all of those bits and the Caitlyn Jenner bits, which probably add up to two, well, nearly half the show, it feels like, should be wheeled out and and shouldn't have been part of the show. It's just not good stuff. He's on better ground in the last third when he focuses on his family, his family upbringing, a very funny sequence. Again, it's not gut-busting, but crucially here, he's talking about himself and his family and what comedy means to them. There's a really good bit where he talks about how he's, he talks about his own brothers and his own parents and, and uncles and so on in a really warm manner and cutting them down to pieces, but in a really warm way. And he talks about his older brother, about him being evil. And um, when he arranges his uncle's funeral, he deliberately puts sets traps for the vicar to, to make mistakes, like giving him the wrong names of family members and stuff like that, so that the entire church is sniggering throughout the whole service. And it gives you a window into his soul. It's not gut-bustingly funny, but it does help you understand him a lot more. He goes on and on about himself being rich too much 
And he goes on and on about things like peanut allergies and flying first class too much. And the crucial thing is, he could have got through a whole 10-minute bit on Caitlyn Jenner if he'd been funny, and it's not. And I don't get... I can. I mean, Doug Stanhope's my favourite comedian. Jim Jeffries is my second favourite comedian. I like comedy that makes you go, no. Even more than I like laughing, just going, no, don't say that. You have to be funny if you're going to be edgy. And too often this is a flaccid stand-up with weak targets... Too much self-obsession. He can be self-obsessed if he wants to engage in the bigger things like people slagging him off for being an atheist and so on. And he's done brilliant stuff on religion before and he's done brilliant stuff on um, other contentious stuff, things that he's put forward. But I don't feel that there's a freshness. I don't feel it's biting. It It's boorish at times. Um, and I was, I've watched, you know, the Chappelle specials I saw I thought still had Chappelle at his sharpest when he wanted to be and I thought they were good and I saw Jim Jeffries recently and I thought he was really good uh, mostly really good and they still seem to be operating the top of their game but here it's kind of like spending an hour with someone talking about themselves and sometimes they tell funny stories and other times it's just like yeah I know I get it you're really rich and yeah In, in fact he does one bit where he details the reasons why he won't have a child. And it's brilliant. It's the best writing of the whole thing. And he goes into the reasons why he doesn't want to have a child. And he goes on about how rich he is and where he lives. And he then goes through the life of this child, this spoiled brat, who he's going to grow up into be. And it rings true. And he's saying, I don't want that person in my life. He's going to end up being an absolute bugger. He's going to be have this dad that he can never live up to. So much money in his life that he's going to be awful. And he does it all really well because you think, yeah, you're probably right, mate. <laughs> uh, and moments like that rescue it a bit. But overall, um, it was a letdown for me. I've got high standards for Mr. Gervais. I love him at his best. And in this one, again, he's at his best when he's acting. When he's doing both sides of the story, one side being him, the other side being... Like when he's talking about um, he hates people showing him pictures of his kids. And he's working and he's got someone showing it. And that's really well done because he acts out a performance. And it's got a good payoff line, which is, look, show me a picture of your kid if they go missing. <laughs> and I was like... Yeah, that worked. But too often this doesn't. So I'm going to give Humanity a letdown for me, a 6 out of 10. Worth watching for the funny bits. I was a bit antagonised by other elements. 6 out of 10 for Ricky Gervais's Humanity. And for no apparent reason, DJ Rashad, who died a couple of years ago... Um